Welcome, Reverend Barbara Rose and Bishop Bobby, to our teleclass tonight. Call on miracles. Yoo-hoo! Can't wait. <laughs> so how is Bobby doing tonight? Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Padre. I've been waiting for this call. <laughs> it's so uh, me it's too. a good one. I agree 100%. How about you, Barbara Rose? I'm ready for the miracles. Me too. Bring them on. Yeah, I just want to thank And it sets us up for the miracles tonight that each of us are going to receive. Like Bobby and Barbara Rose, I've been anticipating this evening because I just know God wants to pour out his spirit among us. And today is a special day in many arenas, and we'll be talking about that tonight. But let's thank everyone for participating tonight. I believe the Holy Spirit has drawn you to this program just for you personally just to be touched by the divine. So if I could ask Reverend Barbara Rose if she would open our session with prayer this evening. Yes, Padre, thank you. Come, Holy Spirit of God. We breathe in your divine breath and holiness. Come, beloved radiant one. We welcome in the fire of your love. Come, Holy Mother Mary, We enter the temple of healing love and light with you. Come, holy angels, saints, and sages, all high-level beings. Come, Jesus, the living Christ, enter with us into the healing space of transformation and miracles. We thank you for being here with us for joining us, for giving us joyful expectation of receiving miracles, signs, and wonders. Release us from all resistance, all fear, all self-imposed limitations. Wake us up to the divine love and the divine light that we are, fully alive, and awakening more and more to our Christ consciousness. Help us live in the now, in the present moment, welcoming the miracles that are always available to us, especially the ones you are offering us tonight. Our hearts are grateful, and they are like magnets ready to enter fully into the miracle of your loving presence. We choose to walk together through the door into the presence where we can claim our wholeness and be healed. And we pray these prayers and claim these miracles for everyone here tonight and for all who will listen to the recording later. Amen. So be it. Amen. Amen and amen. What a beautiful invitation, Reverend Barbara Rose, to the the wonders of God, to the miracles of God. Miracles are all around us. And to me, if we enter into that space, which I would call a portal, which I believe Celebrating Life has been honored over at least 40 years that I've been involved with Celebrating Life, that we foster that atmosphere, that intention with all of creation. 
And so when we gather together as we are tonight, those signs and wonders will show up. And, and I know many, many, many people on this call are looking for healing in the body, in the spirit, in the relationship, and everything is possible tonight. That's the glorious part of us joining together. The scripture says where two or more are gathered in thy name, there I am in the midst. So as each of us gather, uh, again, we just keep multiplying this vortex, this portal, and it gets stronger and stronger in the faith, that expectancy. You know, isn't today, there's a couple things going on today that really want to be honored. I heard Reverend Susan talk about it's our Blessed Mother's birthday, and it's like, woohoo! I'm all for anything about our Blessed Mother because her tender, her care, her compassion just draws me in to, I call it that closer relationship with heaven, which I desire in my own world. But is there anything else, Barbara, is going on today? Well, today, let's see, 61 years ago today, I became a postulant, Sisters of Mercy in Burlingame. And I actually went in the day before so that I could wake up with the community at 5 a.m. to pray for an hour in the chapel. Yes. So I had my first day. Congratulations. Thank you. I thought it would be forever. And... I didn't know it would stretch out and include CLM, which is the community that I always looked for. Wow. Well, thank you. And, I mean, you have your vows. Your vows continue. Whether it's in a structure or not, your vow was to God, and you keep honoring that. I love that piece because it tells me who you are. And each of us, I mean, we all make vows. We all make promises, decrees. And God hears our prayers. I want to encourage everyone that he does hear our prayers. And he allows us to manifest those in whatever ways that are aligned with his will, in a sense. But also, he has compassion, healing, reconciliation, all those beautiful attributes that we all need for every moment of the day. Now, Bobby, isn't it today a Jewish holiday also? Oh, it is, Padre. It's the Jewish New Year. And so I think one of the things about the New Year is it's a new beginning. And a new beginning could be anything for anybody. And so my invitation is to understand that others pray for us. They do so all the time. They do so silently. You may not even know about it. But anyone can tap into these prayers over the next few days and really understand that kind of mercy of new beginnings where you can let the past go and open to a heart that is full and has you fill in the blank, you and your prayer on their heart. Mm. I love that you said everybody's invited to that prayer. Everyone can pray daily for that. And to me, it's about walking with Yeshua, our Blessed Mother, the saints, the sages, those that light beings that we become accustomed to because their presence is here. Today is also, in, in a personal way, my mother's passing six years ago. So our family always said, we gave my mother to our Blessed Mother as a birthday present. And, and because I have such a infinity towards our Blessed Mother, it's just that relationship gets to strengthen. And I, I love that. And these pieces that coincide, we picked this date not knowing what this day was going to be, but now we celebrate Barbara Rose's anniversary, 
Rosh Hashanah, Our Lady's Birthday, My Mom's Passing, and the and the, I love the title t- for tonight, Miracles Honoring the Rebirth of Our True Self. And isn't that true? When we leave our bodies, our spirit goes into that heavenly realm, and we live forever with God. And that is our rebirth. So to me, it's about honoring that rebirth by our relationship with. And if we can open up that door a little more or the window to see how much God loves each one of us, a beloved son, a beloved daughter, that is my intention tonight is to open the windows of heaven for the angels to come to ascend and descend, bringing good news that you're, you're loved by God and allow the Holy Spirit and the angels to begin their work, that decree of come Holy Spirit as Barbara Rose initiated so that spirit can begin to do her work within us, in our bodies, but also in the atmosphere of our home. I really believe the, call it the temperature, I would use that, or the atmosphere of our world right now, it still is in a funk, (laughs) a fog. I don't know what other way to describe it. But I think each of you, and I'll ask Bobby and Barbara Rose the same question, do you feel that atmosphere around us that it is heavy, but how do you, how do we overcome that? I'm going to start with Bobby on that question because it really anchors us into what we really want to open that door for tonight, and it's about our relationship with Christ. So how do you feel that, let's say, the temperature of the world right now? Oh, thank you, Padre. That's a beautiful question. And, yeah, I think you're tapping into the longing of heaven that each of us wake up. Understand that angels walk among us. They always have. They always will. No one ever walks alone. So even though circumstances might feel a certain way or there's some chaos or there's some calamity, that's not an invitation for despair. That's an invitation to rejoice and to draw upon heaven, to count on intercession, to open to the miracles, to understand that God is for us, not against us. Philip 4, 6 says that don't worry, pray, thank God, say what you need, offer gratitude. It doesn't say pout, kick your heels, you know, <laughs> stomp around, <laughs> you know, yeah. cut and swear and uh, complain, <laughs> which, I mean, I'm guilty of that. The only reason I'm laughing is because that's one of my first approaches to a problem. But I also understand, I also understand really powerfully that miraculous intervention piece because if it wasn't for god if it wasn't for the angelics if it wasn't for heaven reaching down to me over and over and over again i would not be here saying that to everyone but i know this is true i have been helped so many times and this is our again it's just our opportunity to believe in the light to trust the light the only reason to pay attention to the darkness is just so you can call upon the light. Don't hang out there. Call upon yeah. the light. Immediately, immediately call upon the light. Yeah. I'm 100% with you, brother, on that one. Because we do have the tools, or if you don't, there are many resources for tools to anchor us in that presence because it's all about the presence. And I can stumble, I can fall, I can grumble. Use that word because of circumstances, people, situations, whatever it might be. But I do have an understanding of how to get out of that or how to go to a different place where actually life is, spirit is, and that's in the spiritual realm. 
And so as a disciple of Christ, it's one of my duties as a follower of Christ that I take those steps and enter back in, I call it, to the kingdom of heaven. And sometimes it's a a total discipline to get there, but I will get there because I know better. Like you, I've had so many miracles along the way in my life, and I continue to have them, and I look forward to them. Because it's just, to me, it's about an encounter with God. I just, this last weekend, I went to a, a, I call it a a teaching, spiritual teaching up in Chicago. I I never met this person before, the speaker, Solomon K or whatever. He's from Africa, but he has been in the United States for 20 years now. And he had an interesting story because I've never heard of him, but he told, uh, he normally don't tell a story, but this time he did, and it was a small group, maybe 50 people. And I he talked about his father was a pastor, and Jesus appeared to him one day and said that your wife is going to get pregnant and she's going to have twins, twin boys, and you're going to name the first one Adam, and the second one you're going to name Solomon. And he said, now, write this down. He put it in an envelope and sealed it and told his wife, at the appointed day, I'll tell you to open that up. But he felt like the Holy Spirit, Jesus spoke, appeared to him and told him that. And of course, she became pregnant. And after the first push, Adam came out. And she goes, oh, thank God that's over. And the doctor says, no, 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 you got to push more. There's another one in there. And out came Solomon. And of course, after the birth and all that, Solomon asked her, like, to open up this letter then, and, and it'll proven to be true. And with the revelation that Jesus said Adam and Solomon would be born, they also, he also dictated what their role would be, what their destiny would be. And Adam would be a minister. Solomon would be an evangelist that would bring souls into the kingdom of light. And both of those are true. And it's like, when he spoke... I could tell he knows of heaven. I can tell he knows the master. And for me, to be refilled with the spirit, is that's what I'm all about. And so even I need wisdom. Even I need the laying on of hands. I need the encouragement, like each of you that are on the call tonight. And afterwards, he, they offered prayer for healing. And he didn't lay hands on me, but his assistant did. And I was just grateful waiting just to receive. And at first he didn't say anything, but I could feel his hands. I felt presence with me. And all of a sudden he comes out with scripture, Isaiah 64. And I knew what that quote was. It says, look up and see. And I just broke down like a little baby just crying, just weeping before the Lord because I sense the Lord's voice. Instead of saying the atmosphere, the heaviness that's been around us with the pandemic and just everybody's issues, so to speak, there's a weight with that. And all the, when the Lord says, look up and see, go to that higher place. And I want to take each of you to that higher place tonight because that's where the miracles happen. That's where we can actually enter into the place that I know that I know that God walks with me, loves me, and heals me as well as each of you. So that place Mm -hmm. is awaiting each of us as we open up our hearts. So let me pray 
And then I'm going to ask Barbara Rose if she has any call it miracle quotes or maybe miracle prayers that she's prepared for tonight, just to follow through. So as we place our hand on our hearts, and as we as beloved sons and daughters of Christ, let me decree Isaiah 64 to each one of you. Look up, my son. Look up, my daughter, and see the goodness of heaven, the goodness of life. I have a plan for you. I have a plan for a future and a hope. I have a plan for you to be healed tonight on this call, for the heavens is open. The angels are awaiting their assignment. So in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, come, Holy Spirit, invade heaven and ascend on each of us now. Heal, restore, miracle signs and wonders. Explode upon the scene tonight in your body, in your relationships, in your home right now. Come. Beloved mother, beloved son, come, minister your healing words to your people. Barbara Rose, can you share a couple of those with us? Yes. I have two prayers from A Course in Miracles. I am the holy, perfect child of God complete and healed and whole, shining in the reflection of God's love. In me is creation sanctified and guaranteed eternal life. In me is love perfected, fear impossible, and joy established without opposite. I am the holy home of love itself. I am the heaven where love resides. I am God's holy sinlessness itself. For in my purity abides God's own. And Mm. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent him who sent me. I do not have to worry about what to say or what to do because he who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever he wishes, knowing he goes there with me. I will be healed as I let him teach me to heal. Amen. 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 I love those quotes. All about the Holy Spirit. Who we are. Who is our true self. And that's me, the image of the likeness of our Creator. Many on this call have been sick that have cancer, scheduled for surgeries that really can scare us. Maybe we have a, quote, death sentence by the doctors, which we don't have to accept because we live in Christ. 
with that holy breath that we have. As I was contemplating today in my prayer time of why I had this beautiful experience with Solomon, the laying on of hands, and that word that was given that just wrecked me, so to speak, just cleansed me, renewed me, and restored that fire that I always am accustomed to. And I reflected on why I would I could fall victim to victimhood in a sense, the, the weightiness of this world right now, the conditions. And what came to my mind and my heart was, if we can remember last year during the pandemic, and there was a lot going on, and there was a lot of accusations, let's put it that way. We were going through a, a turbulent time called the elections. We all have of our opinions, and we really, I think, got caught up in that essence. And now we're into a brand new year, but that same atmosphere is here still. But why is it? And I had to ask the question for myself. The scripture says you can't pour new wine in old wineskin, meaning where I am, I'll just own it for myself, I was holding on to the past. I was holding on to judgments. I was holding on to I wanted my way, and I never got my way. So when I ask God for favor, when I ask God for blessings, there's no, Ron Roth always says, you only have enough to fill one thumb <laughs> of God's presence, of God's blessing, because everything else is filled with stuff. And it just dawned on me, said, oh my God power of forgiveness, the power of letting go, the power of owning my stuff. And it's like, yes, that's true. This wonderful experience that I had on Sunday of just letting go, just letting presence overtake everything so I can be drained of the old self for the new self to come forth. To me, that really, there's a power and a presence with that. And so I just want each of you to reflect on what are you still holding on to? We, I can say we have our hopes. We have our hopes that it's going to change, but do we change? Do you understand that? Do we actually pour out ourselves? And to me, confession is such a positive way of aligning ourselves with spirit, hearing another person's heart. You know, I just had a, a phone conversation, telephone session with a person that I knew for almost 40 years. And since then, they've gone on their way. and They don't necessarily follow Celebrating Life. But that person called me and was in a tizzy because she was going to have surgery. And, and she was so afraid that she was going to die on the table. And here's a devout Christian, a believer, but she was in a different state of mind and very negative, let's put it that way. So I just kind of pour out what I thought was happening and kind of went around the issue in a sense. But I said, number one, I said, God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and joy. And right now, you have that spirit. And that spirit is in control of what you're worried about, your death. And once I kept shedding light on what I felt was the problem, because we can own that. If we own, yes, it's me, it's my craziness, it's my confusion, my not letting go, my old beliefs, all those things. And once I kind of went down the list, then I prayed for her. And I just, yesterday, I got a, an email from her saying, after your prayer, she goes, she, she had, my terms would be heart palpitations, but severe. They were just pounding. So she was so afraid that going under the knife, she would die. So we addressed those fears and also just telling the heart to be still and know that I'm God. And she says she hasn't had one event in five days. So I say that to 
encourage each one of you, including myself, that we need prayer. We need people around us that will encourage us to step into that. Barbara Rose is such a gem at a spiritual direction. She can really hear the Holy Spirit and also address things in our lives that maybe we don't like to confront. But I know she does phone sessions. So And we, got, we have many in our community, Ryan and Miriam, Maya, George, Renee, Mary Kay. We have these beautiful people who have a listening ear that reach out to them and ask for that phone session to be prayed for, to be ministered to as with spiritual direction. But Bobby, what is, not to say what is your favorite because all of these might be your favorite. Isn't Psalm 23 a gem for you that you can do your own <laughs> reconciliation, I guess, with God of how you walk with God? Absolutely. And the thing I love about the Psalms is they're very digestible. They're just super open-hearted prayers, which bring out the innocent child in all of us. When you're mm. suffering, you just you just want to keep it simple. You just want to just yeah. say, God, I be my shepherd. Show me a life where I don't need to want anything other than you. Make me mm. to lie down in green pastures. Give me that promise. Help me to wow. understand how to fill the waters. Help restore my soul to a direction of your righteousness. Make me your namesake. Help me to walk through the shadows, through the valleys of death, and not fear anything, and not be consumed by it, and not be deceived by it. Give me your staff. Show me the comfort of your stability and your presence. Lay out a table for me so that I will not look anywhere else. Anoint my mm. head. I need that blessing. Fill my cup to runneth over. I need your mercy. I need your goodness. I need to follow you all the days of my life because you are my home. You are my forever. And I think these simple prayers are, are a map so that our yes. effort becomes part of the miracle. And mm. I, love that, I love that your guidance from your, your personal retreat was Isaiah 54. And I would love to follow you up on Isaiah 65 because that's one of the ones that came to me for this call, which is wow. I see and create new heavens, a new earth. The former oh, wow. things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. So it's that same principle. Let the past go. Forget mm. the trouble. Ask any, anyone. I've, I've helped with a lot of births in many different capacities. And most people will tell you that they do not remember the pain of birth. They only remember the miracle that has been given from the birth process. And mm. it's, not only it's not only children coming to earth, but it's also businesses coming to earth or relationships coming to blossom. These new births, we forget the struggle when we're living in the miraculous, when we're living in the fruit. We just, we just want to be bhaktas. We want to just love the fruit. We want to just love, <laughs> love the blessing, right? So yeah, God yeah. helps us all the time in so many ways. Let the past go. Hope in the Lord. Renew your strength. Soar on wings of eagles. Run, run in joy. Don't get weary and stressed out by, <laughs> by, the, by the trials and tribulations of life. Don't faint because of the mental constructs that weigh you down, let them go. If they're heavy, let them go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Scripture says, 
your burden is heavy, your burden, and I can make your burden light. If we turn to the Lord, and it's like, it's us turning the cheek, looking higher, seeing what's above instead of what's below. And to me, the encounter is always my choice. God is always willing. God is always present, as Psalm 23 lets us know. And I like how you rephrase it, and it's like, become like little children, that innocence. I look back on my, call it my youth, my farm days growing up on a farm, I was carefree. Everything was taken care of. Unless I didn't get something from my brother or sister, well, then we had a fight. And hopefully I would win that fight. <laughs> Otherwise, there was no need to, everything was created and provided for me until I had to get a job then after high school. And it's like, huh, then I have to provide and how do I do that? But again, the Lord came through, but that innocence that God does take care of us if we change our perception of that. I know, Barbara Rose, you you had, I think, wasn't it on that one of our, I thought it, our conferences or the retreats, the whispers of heaven, wasn't there a comment by Father William that he yes. told you? Yes. Father William came up and he was kind of mumbling about miracle, miracle. And I put my ear down and he stopped and he shouted, no, you are a miracle. Oh, wow. 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 I love that. And that has stayed with me. Isn't it interesting? And and I think you would agree with me that it takes a peer, a spiritual peer, to speak those words that we can actually hear. And then it takes us another notch up, in a sense, and we hold that, hold that energy that I am a miracle. The scripture says, I am the righteousness of Christ. And that's a high order. And Jesus says, you are that. And it's like, why do we live less than that? To me, it, there's, a, there's a, we have to grow or grow up in a sense of really honoring the presence. And I just think I've had these thoughts during the last year and a half. It's like, oh, I just wish I would just go to heaven. Maybe I can just skip life right now and just go to my heavenly place. And it's like the, that wish. But then when it comes to if I have an illness, and it's like, well, I don't want to die now. It's like, well, what is it? I just want to escape this world. But that's not true. We live here and we'll live there. There's no escaping until we leave this body, but our spirit still lives. So with any of you, with all your challenges, we live life today, that holy breath that we have. It's really about, and I think you've encountered that, Barbara Rose, during your, whether it's the ordination or profession, haven't you? Yes, I... I have experienced so many miracles. I would like to say that I believe everybody's a miracle. And I believe that the ultimate miracle is that we can wake up and recognize the miracle that we are and discover Mm. the miracles all around us. And at my my ordination, I was scared. I I, I did not like to talk in public. And you said I could say a few words after. And I got all worried about the words. And Bobby said... No, you don't really have to, just if there's time. So I let it all go. And then after the ordination, you asked me if I would want to say a few words. And I tell you, the Holy Spirit took over. And I walked right up. I opened my mouth. I didn't know what I was going to say. And I was shocked at what I said. What I said was, Mm. I am in love with God. Oh, wow. And I witnessed that miracle in me as I was speaking. I wasn't speaking. I, throughout my life, 
When I was little, I hid behind my father's leg. I was so shy. In school, I oh, wouldn't wow. raise my hand even if I knew the answer. I, I just always hid. And my ordination changed that completely. And little by little, mm. it's opening more. And now you can't shut me up. <laughs> but, <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> so the, the miracle is... Wow. The miracle is that who we are, and we just embrace yeah. who we are. God loves us as we are. And I ask to, that I could see everything as God sees, and on the way home from my ordination, I can still remember how vivid it was. It was like I was looking through a prism where all the lights were, the white light was broken up, and everybody became like a ray of the divine, and everything was a piece of God. Mm. And on the airplane, people coming in, it was the most powerful prayer experience I had had up to that point. I was in heaven in that airplane, seeing that God was there in every person. No judgments in me, no questioning. God is in everyone and in everything. And that was such yeah. a powerful gift from the ordination. And I want to share that so other people can be open to discovering the miracle that you are. You and are. then see, ask to see yourself and others through the eyes of God. Yes. I, in, in, in relationship with my experience on Sunday, I would have that same experience you had. Driving home two hours away, I didn't have any on any music or radio. Just complete silence because I did not want to give up that fragrance, that love of God that he bestowed on me during that evening. And we're in remembrance. Just like Psalm 23, the Lord is yeah. my shepherd and I shall lack nothing. And it was just to be reminded to look up to see. And our grace tonight is that people would look up and see the goodness of God in their lives because it's available. As you said, Barbara Rose, they're a miracle. We're a miracle. We're living today that holy breath. And I just love the those portions. Bobby, you... I never connected the dot with you, Heaven, in Isaiah also, and seeing there's this in the spirit that we just we just know, and when we connect in the spirit, these these ways or these connections just make it a point of understanding. But your I call it daily devotional that you go to. What is a step or two that you go to in order to connect with the divine? Because we talk about miracles, but miracles is the relationship. So how would you describe yeah. that in your world? I guess in my world, I would say that the true self is that of innocence. And God lives through and loves the child no matter what the age or the issue or the learning or the reconciliation or the cleanup that the child is doing. And the child can be mm. an adult. God's child sure. is God's child what age, right? Yeah. And so we have to understand that everything that we encounter, even if it's very complicated, it ha it, when you break it all down, it has just basic parts. And usually those basic parts are just getting in touch with your feelings and understanding if you're afraid or if you're, if you're misunderstood or if you're feeling rejected or if you're confused. It's very basic. It's innocent. So if we can yeah. just get in touch with that innocence, then we can get in touch with the next step, which is remembering the true manifestation of spirit in full oneness consciousness within all life and that we belong to each other. 
And when we realize that we belong to each other, we don't try to rescue the other. We actually can hold space for them. We can pray for them. So if some somebody hurt us, we can actually pray for them because we're feeling the pain. And the pain that we're feeling, they must be feeling too, because why would they inflict mm-hmm. pain if we belong to each other, right? Right. So I try to just break it down to these very basic things. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't understand suffering, because I do. I've suffered a lot. I actually have a sort of a destiny where I have suffered a lot. But the good news is that the suffering hasn't jaded me to being forlorn or or mm. suicidal or or right. negative or angry. It's actually opened me to the gloriousness of this life, the opportunity to live fully. It's kind of had a reverse osmosis on me. It's opened me. So mm. I my my prayer for for myself is always to heal and restore, no matter what the issue. And if even if I'm an intercessor for someone else's healing, I say, Mama, Daddy, heal this person, heal and restore this person, release them, refine them, bring them into the full principle of the mother, bring them into authenticity, bring them into the, the universal presence without any dogma attached to it, just the open door to heaven, just their suffering, help them out. They need something, mm. help them out. Their, their relationship is in, in turmoil, help them out. And there's a, a wonderful teacher who lived in the 18th century. His name was Emanuel Swedenborg. And he taught this beautiful principle of correspondence. And correspondence is a relationship between levels of existence. And mm. some, and then someone came after him who talked about how to how to understand correspondence and correspondence according to this person is taking the fundamental elements that are necessary for for anything for a document a group a movement anything and seeing the the symbolic and the real at the same time they're bo- they both exist mm. seeing seeing the the that all these parts move together at the same time and it's just about how you're tapping into it so like you you talked about look up Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's looking up right that's having a symbolic moment but it's bringing reality of heaven into your Mm. moment that's that's correspondence and we all have that ability we all have the tangible literal but we also have the promise and the poem Mm. They're, they both live in, in all of us. There's no separation. So that's how I pray. I just pray to, to tap into the correspondence of all things, the esoteric and the, and the literal, the, the, the hope and the dream, the problem and the solution, and the, you know, <laughs> really getting that all of these things live together as one. You're kind of like a one-stop shop. Bobby, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm going to ask prayer. He's the man. All right. You know? <laughs> Anytime, Padre. Call me up. <laughs> oh, do I have to call you? <laughs> oh, I'll call you. Okay. Give me a time. <laughs> you got the message. <laughs> Barbara Rose, have you ever had an experience where you really weren't asking for it, but it came to you? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I, I never wanted a new car. I had a car for 21 years, and I took really good care of it. And after the spring retreat this year, I almost had several accidents backing up in an underground parking lot, not seeing a blind spot as I was making a turn and um, parking my car and it wouldn't park. And I was guided to get a new car. And this car, I think, saved my life. The line that I got on the retreat was, you are being given what you need before you know you need it. Oh, wow. And that was the big, that, that became like, it's like my cornerstone, my, my bedrock experience of it. And sure. I have taken that into every day. God gives me everything I need, even when I don't know I need it, before I know wow. I need it. And pretty much I'm in the flow of effortless grace. My car's name is Grace. Oh. And in the flow of God's grace, and my life has changed. This is a big grace of healing from our spring retreat, our Zoom retreat online. Mm. But I feel wow. my life was saved. All, all three of those incidents, I could have been in a crash. And now I have a wow. car that has, it's made for old people. <laughs> it has a window <laughs> with, with a computer and I can see when I'm parking and I can see what's happening oh, above yeah. me and behind me. And wow. it, who would think that that would be such a grace? But it yeah. is. And yeah. Well, there's the miracle. Safety. Mm-hmm. And, and I love your word. Even before you're thinking or the desire, God already knows. So he sets us up. So really, um, what a what a good God we have and, and live for because it says he knew us even before we were created in our mother's womb. He knew us. It's written, we're written in the book of life even before we're born. So you think God has a plan. You think God has a destiny. And, of course, as we grow older, we might be a little more not cogent, aware of our surroundings. And so he says, you know what I'll do? I'll give Barbara Rose a brand new car. Just yeah. like, and now, did you ever have the feeling like, well, either that's too much for me, too expensive, too not gaudy, but because like me, I like my car. I had my car for 13 years, and I had no reason to give it up. But again, then there was wow. that nudge that says do it, and now I love my car. But you had to let go of the old for the new to show up, and likewise with you, Barbara Rose. I felt unworthy. But, oh, yeah. I understand yeah. that. One. But it, it yeah. happened when we were online with a financial person for Charles' retirement. She said out of the blue, well, it looks like you made enough money on your retirement that you could lease a new car if you wanted one. <laughs> so she planted the seed. And wow. he said, I can't drive. I see double. Wow. And I got the car, and he found a doctor who could make glasses for him so he no longer sees double. So this was like a big, big gift. Yes. Wow. I don't know if he'll be able to drive, but he doesn't see double any longer. Amen. And look at... Miracles come in pairs. Yes, I agree. Well, we're going to accommodate that tonight, get healed double, double portion tonight. So Mm -hmm. here's an accountant decreed that. Just doesn't matter who speaks it out, it's the word that is given, and both you and Charles received that. So what a gift yes. that is. 
I'm yeah. amazed and I'm blessed. Because tonight we're talking about miracles, and tonight we want to pray for those miracles for each of you. You know, I know that, you know, if you think about in the last year, let's use that term, we could uh, get sad about the fires in California or the Western Hemisphere. And thank God for many of you in the last week or two that the fires went around. Thank God. And we still pray for those still in line with challenged with the fires. We also have the floods on the East Coast in New York and New Jersey, Philadelphia, the hurricane, the Southwest, the pandemic, school openings, people left behind in Afghanistan. All of these can bring terror, fear, anger, all those things. But as Bobby says, we need to start letting things go. Don't we serve a God who orchestrated this whole world and knew us from beginning to end? So we have to trust this process of presence that has something good for us. It has a brand new car waiting for us. Maybe it's a brand new job awaiting you. Maybe it's a a new relationship, a new baby. Been looking for a child, and that child is upon you now. All these things that were spoken tonight are miracles that have happened and will continue to happen through you. So as we connect in the Spirit with the Holy Spirit, And with all our saints and sages who are present with us, Padre Ron, Padre Pio, St. Therese, St. Francis, all the Our Lady, Yeshua, all those celebrating the Jewish holidays, Happy New Year. These are new beginnings. And a lot of times during New Year's, we say, let the past go and let's start the new. So let's plant these seeds for our listeners tonight of the miracle of being healed physically on the body being released of all pain. So I think I'll ask Barbara Rose to lead us in prayer, and then we'll ask Bishop Bobby to follow through, and then I will conclude just praying for everyone because we just want the heavens to open up. The heaven has already heard your prayers. We want you now to be a receiver of that gift of God's grace. So Reverend Barbara Rose, would you offer prayers for healing tonight? Yes. While Bobby was talking, I remembered something that I learned. Again, it wasn't in a holy place, but I was studying Huna healing in, in Hawaii. And this, the, the line was, energy flows where attention goes. Mm. Energy flows where attention goes. So I invite us all right now to put attention on whatever We want God's healing and God's light to touch. Put your attention wherever you want healing for yourself and for others. And from this space of silence, We remember that St. John of the Cross said silence is God's first language. Mm. Let God into that silence now. Be with your desires for those you love. Healing for them. Healing for yourself. And let your heart enjoy the silence of God's presence and feel the healing energy 
flow into you as you sit in that place of silence. And all those you hold in your heart, let them be in that place of silence where healing and transformation happen. Energy flows where attention goes. Put your attention on the divine, on the healing, on the flow of effortless grace, on the silence, and see the energy of God's presence, God's healing light and love flow into you. Feel it filling you and filling you so full that the overflow is already happening and touching those around you. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God, for this healing presence, for this energy of your light, of your love, of your healing. Transform us, heal us, and all those we love. Amen. 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 Into the silence we go. Beautiful prayers. Bishop Bobby. Well, I'd like to start by acknowledging the way showers Padre, Susan, Barbara Rose, thank you so much. Thank you, CLM family and community. As Charles Spurgeon taught us, good behavior keeps us civil and obedient, but the way showers help us to stay out of hell. And I am just so grateful. I am so grateful for examples and the influence of this community. It's a powerful community. And... He also teaches us we do not need to rescue each other. We just need to not go numb. We do not need to suffer for others. Just pray. So my heart right now is set on the miraculous. It is set on heaven's promise to heal and restore. And all people, all situations right now, are being made anew in this energy of this community and in this promise from heaven. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter the, the occurrence that someone is learning to recalibrate with. We just need to settle in on the promise that we do not walk alone. God is always available. The solution is in the problem. So my prayer right now is... God, your world is a lamp unto my feet, and you light my path. And my prayer is my part of the contribution to the miracle. So let it be done now. Let it be done. It is a promise. It is a word. And God is faithful. Amen. 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 I agree with you, Bobby. Praise the Lord. Your comment about our community is true. Without our brothers and sisters, 
as a founding board, as a heart board, in a sense of hearing our hearts, so many souls and bodies are healed emotionally, spiritually, and physically because of that. So it's a true gift of grace that God continues to pour through his spirit, through our community members, through our intentions, as it is tonight. One of my readings this morning, it talked about God as a great physician, doing deep surgery in us, removing decays, fears, offenses, and issues that hinder us from experiencing the fullness of our destiny. And it says God can use the scalpel of his word to cut deep into our hearts, intentions, and ambitions. God is represented as our vine dresser. The Father prunes us to remove the good and and make way for the best, the greater fruit, the abundance in him. And he chisels off the rugged edges in our lives to bring about that real treasure that is within us, our true, authentic self. In this observation, in this prayer time this morning, it's like if the Father prunes us from the vine. So what I feel is happening in our world is we're being pruned and we don't even know it. We feel this weightiness and all of a sudden when he chips off, it's only because we can let go of the good. We're living a good life, but he wants the best for us. He wants the best fruit, the most juicy fruit, the most fragrant fruit. And with that, it only can come by us being less of ourselves and be more in the spirit. So to me, this is my heart's desire tonight is that the the vine dresser begins to prune, to chip away at the things that harner us from being our true authentic self. So be in a position of humility, compassion, forgiveness, letting go, and allowing God's promises, God's divine light, that healing presence. In Matthew 10, 8, it said that God would, he asked us to heal the sick, to raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. And so each of us as members of our communities, they're ordained the monk minister, our capacity, our authority to cast out evil spirits, the spirit of fear, which we talked about tonight. I command in the name of Jesus, the spirit of fear to be broken over each person here tonight who's listening and will listen to this. I break the spirit of disease, the spirit of cancer. I adjure you in the name of the Father. I adjure you in the name of the Son. I adjure you in the name of the Holy Spirit. I command you off these bodies now in the name of Jesus. And in its place, the heavenly realm, the angels and saints now begin to pour healthy cells into your bodies. Come, Holy Spirit. Let the fire of God's love, the mercies of God, the tenderness of God answer the prayers, just as Barbara Rose had hers on the spring retreat, and we'll have more on our fall retreat. Just come, Holy Spirit. Miracle, miracle, miracle. God says that he knew us before we were born. So we're just going to reactivate your destiny and your purpose. And that destiny and purpose is full life, full health, in the name of Jesus, through the blood of Jesus, which represents our covenant with God. And he said that I will be your God. You will be my people.
And we give joy and praise and thanksgiving for honoring our Father, our Heavenly Mother in heaven. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for the, the spiritual mentors that walked before us, that modeled us the love of God, the tenderness of God in all of creation. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for to heal the bodies now. Come, Holy Spirit. I symbolically lay my hand on each of your participants right now. And we just allow that grace. That hands were laid on me that Sunday evening, so I lay hands on you. Come, Holy Spirit. Just fill them. I ask you, Isaiah 64, look up and see the goodness of God, the favor of God on your life. And I set you free of all fear, all dis-ease, all pain. And I'm just sensing also the Holy Spirit wants to work on your work conditions, the people that you work with. I really sense there's a, a challenge there, or a major challenge there. And so blow, Holy Spirit, just blow a hole through all the, the chaos and just create a new vacuum, a new atmosphere at work so that we can be our true authentic self and we can position ourselves for great miracles at work in the name of Jesus and also in relationship to each other, whether it's through marriage, through partnership, through relationships. I just say thank you, God. Empower not only the the separation that gives us space to see, but also the joining together, the love, the compassion, the mercy, the kindness, the love for each other that only God has given us to pass on to each other. So we just allow the Holy Spirit to do her work right now. The St. Therese says we must abandon the future into the hands of God. So tonight, we abandon our present and future into God's hands because he knows us by name. He loves us dearly. And he desires to bless us, to heal us, to restore us to our true authentic self. And I seal in the good work of the Holy Spirit in your life as your pastor, as your spiritual teacher, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Barbara Rose. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you, Susan and Pat and Craig for all the technical support tonight. And thank you, our listeners, for being on this beautiful call on Miracles tonight. Namaste, and we'll see you at our next teleclass.